the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Mark Salem. The name of this show is Under the Hood, and it's all about cars. However, I'm taking this Saturday off to go rustle up some cattle, so we won't be taking any live calls today. But I'll be back next week at 10 a.m., and I'll talk to you then. In the meantime, if you have a car question or a car problem, you can email me at mark at marksalem.com. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. And I'll answer your question personally as quickly as I can. So buckle up and get ready for the best of the Under the Hood Show. And I'll be back next Saturday. See you then. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, you're stuck with me. If you want to talk about car, car repair issues, the lines are wide open and Jeremy is asleep. So now would be a good time to call Jeremy at 602-508-0960. That must have been some kind of an angel's talking or yes. something. Not an angel, but the devil has <laughs> taken over. My wife, Renee, is sitting there next to me, and uh, evidently I've been in trouble the last couple of shows, so she's here to keep track of me. Yes, it's a tough job. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I do it all the time, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. or I try to anyway. I've been called Henri every once in a while, but Renee every would once think. once in a while? Every, Renee would say that I'm a good Christian man, right? No. no oh, exactly. oh, come on. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. If you have an issue with a transmission, Bob or Steve at Quality Transmission will do this for you for free. Stop by. Probably not Monday morning or Friday night for obvious reasons. Stop by, describe your problem. Bob and Steve will take a ride with you. They'll watch you make it happen, which is an important part of this process. Then they want to drive, and then they'll come back, and they'll know. And they'll explain to you the process. But here's what they're not going to say. They're not going to say, I think it's about a $1,200 repair. You leave it there. They take the transmission apart. Then they call you and say, well, it was worse than I thought. It's now 4000 Well, your transmission is in 2,000 pieces. There isn't anybody going to take that transmission in a shopping cart. You're stuck with them. That's what bad transmission shops do, but not quality transmission. They're on Hayden Road between University and the 202. They've been around a very long time, and they really do good work. Okay, I'm going to read some email to you, and I think there's a message in both of these. I'm going to tell you right off the bat that um, I always try to send people to a shop that's close to them, and... I do that because I have their interests in front of my own. So, uh, first email was, I've got, my father-in-law has a Buick Park Avenue. Um, there's a blend door problem. And Mark, you suggested on the radio that I Google reset blend door after battery install. And I did what they say, and it didn't work. So, you said if I had no luck to email you. So, I say, good morning. And I go through a bunch of calibration talk with him. This is what needs to be done, da, da, da. And then I say, if you have a shop that you use and feel comfortable with, you should contact them and ask them if they do this kind of work. 
So this is, let me see here, 26. and So seven days later, this is the email I got. We've, and, and actually, this is from staff because he said, I have something really nice to tell you. Call me. And I wanted to make sure that we hadn't caused a problem. I wanted to be prepared. So staff says, we found the mode door motor was moving, but not with the command to move. So otherwise, we get the command, but the motor wouldn't move. But it would move whenever it wanted to. So we replaced the mode door motor and activator, and the command is now synchronized with the actual movement of the motor. Now, to do this, you have to take the dashboard apart. We calibrated the actuator, and it works fine now. However, while we were in the dashboard, we determined that the gas gauge needle would had gone all the way past the peg and was stuck on full plus. So there's a little peg there that kind of controls the needle. And he didn't say anything about the gas gauge, but we were right there. So we noticed it and fixed it at the same time. And basically, they took the gas gauge out and lifted the needle up and bent the tip down a little bit, and then it rotated back down to neutral. And the customer, we did it for no charge because we were already there. So the customer told us that someone had quoted him $2,000 to fix what we had just fixed, and the customer said he was pretty happy when he left. Well, the repair was 828 on an 864 estimate. So staff came in at $40 less than they had to, and uh, that's $828 against a $2,000 repair. It's disheartening to hear a lot of these things where people have been quoted Huge Such numbers. Yes. And and in in their defense, though, they may not have had. Uh, I don't know what their diagnostic fee was. Right. And maybe when they got in there, they might have said, "Oh, well, it's not as bad as we thought," or something like that. Though but, that's always a possibility. Or they could have thought it was much worse. Maybe they thought the control head was bad on the automatic temperature control (ATC). Right. And maybe they were bid in a worst-case scenario where it was a blend door, but they didn't tell him that. They didn't tell him that. Yeah. All right. And I'm sure we've done that before, where, and they go somewhere else and they fix it for less, and they're thinking that we're trying to do the same thing. But Well, I would hope that we – see, the difference in a really good shop and a bad shop, and our shops all do this, they communicate in the work order. Right. So they write down in the work order, this is a guess. Your worst-case scenario is $2,000, and that includes da 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 Right. Okay? Okay, I like this email. Um, I emailed you about a problem with my 2005 Cadillac that stalls immediately after starting. You mailed me back and said I should take it back to the place who tried to fix it, and it wasn't fixed. Well, I decided I didn't like that idea. So I opted to take it to one of your shops, and they repaired the problem exactly like you said on the radio. So your analysis and your suggestion was exactly right. The car has performed perfectly since. Thank you very much, and I greatly appreciate your guidance. Dave. So you guess right sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just teasing. No, no, that is true. No one really knows if I know what I'm talking about, right? That's true. And and so I read these just to reaffirm that every once in a while I get lucky. I don't know. Okay, that's I really know. what it boils down to. And people want to know if you have books up here and you're looking up, you know, all this stuff. And no, 
Unfortunately, he's just pretty knowledgeable. It's just the information between my years. Oh, I know. Well, it's really education. It's really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Longevity experience. Experience. Now, do I have gray hairs in my nose? <laughs> yes, I guess you could and say that. And in my ears? You I, trim my ears? I know ears. you do on your beard and yeah. your um How about mustache? my chest here? Yeah, a little. Okay. That's what I talk about. I talk about the gray-haired guys that have been around a very long time, all the way through the 50s and 60s and 70 cars that didn't have computers. Then in the 80s, we went to a computer, and the 90s were full-blown computers. Okay, I got an email from a friend this morning. This is funny. He says, um, I went, I'll read it to you. I went to get an oil change, and the guy says we have a super sale on an upgraded oil filter for only $5 more. I said, how will that improve the performance of my car? He stopped, glanced at the ceiling, then he went back to his script. He said, this fancy dancy oil filter has more pleats and it, and it collects more metal. I did my best Salem imitation and said, thank you, but no. And it, this, my, my cell phone's, <laughs> as you can imagine, I don't give it out a lot because I could easily handle calls 24 hours a day and 60, 30, 40, 50, 60, uh, uh, an hour. So I write back, all oil filters have pleats. Some have more and some have less. That's the folded part of the filter that's inside the cap. But all of them filter trash and metal pretty much the same, which is down to about 20 microns. So I, this this fancy dancy oil filter for five dollars more doesn't make a lot of sense, especially when it's sold in that environment. the The people that are going to buy the fancy dancy um, oil filters, the ones that cost three four times more than the rest, are are the people who own really fancy cars or really expensive cars, or they're just that kind of perfectionist that want the very best for their car, right? I would say so. What kind of shoes would you think they wear in socks? Uh, <laughs> silk socks and loafers, whatever. Leather loafers. Leather loafers. Leather that's loafers. what you say, yes. Well, that's, you get a lot of those guys. Well, and the other thing is, it's one of those things where they're not going to be able to see that it's better. They can't show them that it's better. They're just telling them that it's better. It could be the you know same oil change they use on the... You know, any oil change. And, and, or oil filter. Yeah. No, that's right. That's right. It's... It's and here's here's my take on it. People are kind of scared of the big ticket items. Engines for four to ten thousand. We did that Range Rover not too long ago. How much was that? Twenty some odd thousand dollars. Yeah, I think so. And the young man had borrowed it and overheated it, and Dad was fit to be tied. And then he really had a tough time when we gave him an engine estimate. Mm-hmm. So they and then that was just because the kid decided to drive home instead of pulling off to the side of the road and having you know a tow truck come and pick up. So we got twenty three, twenty four thousand dollars versus a tow truck ride, which would have been a hundred to two hundred dollars. I know. People call sometimes and, and they say, uh, you know, should I have my car towed? And, you know, well, we don't know exactly what it is. So I always say that it's much cheaper to do a tow than it is an engine if you're not sure. And yeah, so. how many, Do you handle a lot of calls every day? Yes, quite a few. And, and I don't like that. Why? Because you have other things to do. <laughs> like keep track of you? Yeah, like keep track of me. But both you and Andy handle lots of calls, and I listen to you, and I'm pretty proud. That I, Andy's our daughter. Right? Pretty proud because you two can talk um, cars with, uh, with the best of them. Yeah, but most men don't really like to hear what we have to say. So. Well, and that's and okay. they like to talk to a man, but that's all right. Yeah, no, 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 that's, that, that's okay. Well, here's my take on it. Most of these guys that want the special oil filters and the special oil and all that kind of stuff, 
they think that if they love their car, that the car will never let them down. They think that if you love your car, then the motor won't ever go bad, or the transmission ever won't go bad, the alternator won't go bad, blah, blah, blah. But that isn't true. Mm -hmm. Your car doesn't have a brain, and if you change the oil every 10 miles, that doesn't mean the motor's going to last longer. Right. So sometimes going overboard, on a 1 to 10 scale, those guys are 9s and 10s, right? Yes. Then we have lots of customers that are 1s and 2s. Right. But if everybody was 5 or 6s, would we want them there or higher or lower? No, I'd say right in the middle. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. If you're going to err on the side of, of uh, you know, uh, uh, the risk, if the risk is big, err on the side of being a 6 right. or a 7. But if the risk isn't like this guy. Right. He, what what difference does it make if he buys that? Exactly. Okay, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Bob, you're going to be my first caller on the other side of the break, but uh, I didn't get to you, and I apologize. So Bob's there, and if you want to be there, you can too, 602-508-0960. And I'll let Renee answer most of the questions. How do you like that? Oh. Oh, and, and we'll pretend like they're just calling in, and you can, uh, you you know, like they're calling in. And they ask are questions. In. No, I mean it at work. Oh, gosh darn it! Is your hair blonde today? <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that. There's probably some women with blonde hair, and it's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's just you know, it's just a joke. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six. I'm gonna do my best to get out of this mess I've just got in. So, Jeremy, I'm gonna count to eight, and you take it away. Right? One, four, <laughs> nine, <laughs> ten, eight. There's nothing worse than being stuck in traffic. 960 The Patriot wants to help you do something about it. And that's where the American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center comes into play. Get traffic reports four times an hour or jumpstart your drive home by visiting 960thepatriot.com and click on the Traffic Center banner. There you can create your custom route to and from work. The power of a traffic center right at your fingertips. The American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion Traffic Center at 960thepatriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Hi, this is Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. You've certainly heard about our half-off tuition program. Well, vouchers went on sale this week, and there is a limited supply. If you're interested in a full-year tuition at half the regular price to some of the best private schools in the Valley, you need to go to 960thepatriot.com and see the list of participating schools. Typically, we have up to 20 of the top private and Christian schools participating. However... Most schools only offer one to two vouchers, so they will go quick. Go to 960thepatriot.com. Educating our children is so critical, and if you want the benefits of a private education for your child, take advantage of this offer. 
and tell your coworkers or friends about it if they have kids. You might save them a ton of money. Go to 960thepatriot.com to see the long list of schools participating. Then call us at 602-955-9600. That's 602-955-9600. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100-plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. The newly renovated Peoria Sports Complex is ready for you. For tickets as low as $5, you can watch your favorite big league stars kick off the 2015 season. Come see your new baseball home for spring training. As they say, there's no place like home. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960 The Patriot. The following program has been pre-recorded. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is my spousal of 40 years. Have we been married 40 years? Yes, we have. I think you've been married 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, this portion of Unhood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Brian and Thelma, who own Thompson's Auto Repairing and Towing in Mesa, are some of the finest people you'd ever want to meet. You just need to shake Brian's hand or Thelma's hand, and you'll know that they're honest and dependable. They've been providing quality car care since 1970. They can handle anything major, minor, foreign, domestic. And and this is their promise. They understand your vehicle's a major investment, and they're going to care for your vehicle as if it was their own or if it belonged to one of their mothers or fathers. So if you live in Mesa, it's Maine, just east of Stapley. Thompson's Auto Repair, Maine, just east of Stapley. Bob, number one, how are you this morning? What can we do for you? Mark, hello. Yes. Hi, Renee. You know, Hi, you how were are talking you? About, good, thanks. You know, you were talking about oil filters, and there's uh, a website I like to go on. Can I, I don't have anything to do with it, but can I give the name of it? Yes, you can. It's called BobIsTheOilGuy.com, and there's a lot of guys on there that like to cut apart oil filters, you know, and count the pleats and look at the end caps and pick pieces of metal out of their dirty oil filter and stuff. So if guys are into, like, oil filters and all different things, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. But what's here? What's important is, is that the metal's on the outside of the pleats and not on the inside of the pleats. That's important. Then it's also important what the what the uh, micron capability. Now, not too long ago, and, I, and I'm at a disadvantage because I'm up north at the ranch and I'm not in my office, um, we did an analysis on all the oil filters that we could find that provide technical data. 
and with few exceptions, they were all at 20 microns. With few exceptions, the bypassed valve worked about the same. So if oil pressure coming in is 60 pounds, like on a really cold morning, and oil pressure going out is 30 pounds, it knows to bypass. It's going to send unfiltered oil to the engine until we warm the oil up from peanut butter. So, And that doesn't take more than a minute or so. So the idea is is that they're all the same, and people think that when they start their car, the oil filter works immediately. It doesn't. And imports, the width between imports between oil in and oil out is about 15 pounds, and the domestics are about 10 pounds. But it doesn't really make any difference because we've got all kinds of motors that are 200,000 right now. Mm-hmm. So, But thank you for bringing that up. Bob the oil guy, I think, is what you said, and I appreciate that. Let's go to Bob number two. Bob number two, how are you? Morning. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, I have a I have a 2005 Dodge Ram 1500. Okay. And uh, oh, several months ago, I had trouble with the blower on the air conditioner. Okay. And if I jiggled my ignition switch, it would work. And then okay. eventually, eventually, that that stopped. Uh, you know, it didn't work anymore. And I've gotten so many different stories about, you know, what the problem is. Everything from the ignition switch, there's some kind of board under the dash, there's some kind of uh, coupling under the hood. So, okay. I, I don't... It's I don't a bad know. idea to fix your car or based on what the Internet says, and here's why. They're just guessing, just like I am. And you're, you're taking a stranger's word and you're going to spend a lot of money on a stranger's word. But I have two questions for you. Does it happen on all speeds one through four? Yes. Okay. And when the blower goes out, what else goes out? Nothing. So it's it's just clearly not the ignition switch. Because if you think about it, if the accessory side of the ignition switch quit then your electronic dash would quit, and a lot of other things would quit. And it's likely that your dashboard would just light up like your Christmas tree. So if you think about it, the on position, or the, the, and of course we have on and then we have crank. So let's back up to on. So that's the position you're wiggling the key in. And in reality, if that connection was bad, you'd have radio problems, you'd have brake light problems. Well, not brake light. I take that back. That's on a different circuit. But you'd have radio, you would have windshield wiper problems, you would have electric seat problems, you'd have all that kind of stuff. Right, none of so, that happens. Okay, I, what I want you to do is I want you to beat on the top of the dashboard starting over the top of the, the, the uh, uh, speedometer, the instrument cluster, and then I want you to go over by where the switch is, and I want you to beat on that too. And I want to know if beating on either one of those positions causes the blower to come back on. Now, okay. if you just mess with the ignition switch, are you treating it roughly, or are you just cycling it on and off, on and off? Just kind of halfway on, halfway off, and that usually that was in the beginning of this problem. Okay. That was that was working, but all right. Not Another thing I want. Another thing I want you to do is this. Do you know where the blower motor's at? Uh. I guess it's on the firewall. I don't know. Well, it, yes, sir. It could be on the outside of the firewall, which would mean it would be under the hood on the passenger side, or it could be underneath the glove box part of the dashboard. 
Okay. Okay. You know what the back end of it looks like? It's a can that looks like a, a can of peas. It's about the size of a Del Monte can of peas. Uh-huh. And so what I want you to do is the next time the blower doesn't work, I just want you to pull over and stop. And I want you to put it in park. And then I want you to take like a small ball-peen hammer, and I want you to tap the black back of the blower motor. Okay. And if all of a sudden the blower motor works, and you do that a couple times and the blower motor works, then you have bad brushes in the motor, in the blower motor. Okay. Now, another thing I want you to do is, is I want you to make sure all speeds it does it, because one through three are on one circuit, and four is on another circuit. So that's why I ask you how many speeds. I want you to make sure you're right. So run it around in three, and you can run your heater too. Who, nobody cares. Run your heater, and then run it around in high, and see if there's a difference. No, there's no difference at all. Okay. Then I'm thinking you got a blower motor, and I don't have any explanation why uh, cycling the keys on, but no one's going to care once we fix it. Okay? Okay. Good luck to you. Jeremy, we got anybody? 602 508 Renee, yeah. I have a car. This is a telephone call in case you can't tell. I have a car that I bought, and it has 110,000 miles, and I was wondering what I should do. Should I bring it in for a transmission flush, or what should I do? <laughs> has it ever had one before? I don't really know. Then it would probably be good for us to just check the uh, transmission fluid, see what it looks like. We can uh, do that for you. And then if it looks dark or burnt, smells burnt, then we would probably change it or we might suggest that you go to a transmission shop just because with that many miles and you don't know that it's been done sometimes if you go in there and do it it uh, can cause more problems okay the the and you're right if no one has done it though probably why wouldn't we just do the filter and the fluid first which is only four of the ten quarts plus the filter you could do that and that would tell us kind of you know how 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 what it looks like inside but if the fluid's burnt, then you really got to get it all out. So that means a flush. That's the difference. In the flush, we get it all, and with the filter, we get four of ten quarts. Right. So it's a tough call for that. It is. It's a tough call. And uh, and then it depended on the fluid. There is possibility that really, really bad burnt fluid can contaminate the clutches. And that it, that used to happen more in the 70s, but it still happens today. Right. And I think people are confused, too, about a flush and a um, filter change. I mean, that's something relatively new. I think we haven't been doing it too long. As far as flushing is. Right. And flushing is taking all the fluid out. Think of it this way. Oh, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we'll think of it that way. Okay. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. What if I told you that you could reverse diabetes and stop taking your diabetes medication? If you or someone you care about has diabetes or pre-diabetes, there's a special free video from Barton Publishing you need to watch. You may have heard about this. It's all over the Internet. People who have followed this plan say they have not only normalized their blood sugar, but have, with their doctor's approval, stopped taking their diabetes meds completely. This is a natural, drug-free approach to reversing diabetes, with remarkable results in as little as four weeks. This natural remedy will save you from being a slave to doctor-prescribed drugs. This free video gives you three specific actions to get your blood sugar under control. And the best part is the main ingredient is a common spice found in most kitchens. Watch the free video for yourself at 44diabetesvideo.com. Watch for free at 44diabetesvideo.com. Get back the quality of your life and free yourself from diabetes medication. Go to 44diabetesvideo.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's very decisive win in the Israeli elections was a much-needed tonic for everyone in the West who recognizes the need for a robust national defense policy in every country that is part of the coalition of free and democratic states, and of course, that includes Israel. The ongoing collapse of Western resolve in the negotiations with Iran has worn down and demoralized many in the West who believe President Obama will fundamentally undermine the ability to keep Iran from nuclear weapons and thus entrench the despotic regime in a permanent place. The win for Likud suggests that even in a country beset with middle-class economic woes, National security rises up as the decisive issue when voters understand the basic security of the state is threatened. That same recognition is growing in the United States. The appearance of the hawks on both the Republican presidential trail and within the debate over the new GOP budget is a reassuring indication that American voters might follow the lead of those in Israel and approach their next presidential election with the seriousness about the world that has been missing in the past two. I'm- the following program has been pre-recorded. All righty, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Renee's sitting here next to me. Her last name is the same as mine. And we want to talk to you about another great shop called Kurtz Automotive. Kurtz Auto Repair is up on I-17 in Bell on the northeast corner. He was a 2013 finalist for the Better Business Bureau Ethics Awards. His goal is to offer you really great service, a really great inexpensive price, and to get you back on the road quickly. The thing I like about Kurtz is this. When you're a new customer, Kurtz's wife will show up at your house with homemade baked goods 
Wow, I still can't day. believe that. I know. <laughs> That's great. I told him I was going to come over and be his first time customer just so we could have, <laughs> we could just have the, the, whatever. She makes cookies, she makes donuts, mm-hmm. she makes all kinds of stuff. That's amazing. Who does that? I don't know. Okay, Kurtz Automotive, Kurtz Auto Repair, we call it, I-17 in Bell, northeast corner. Great, great place. Okay, we were talking real quick, and hang on, Nick. We were talking real quick about the difference between a transmission service and a flush. Right. A transmission service, we're going to unbolt the pan. There might be 10 or 20 bolts. The pan is square, about 12 inches by 12 inches. Most of them are different, but 12 inches. And they're about 3 inches deep. That's full of fluid. Right. So we, we take the bolts off, we leave the four corners, and then we take two corners out, and the pan dips down a little bit, and we drain the pan. Once we get the pan down, we clean it up. And it takes an experienced eye to look inside the pan to determine if there's a problem or not. Many guys will go, oh, my God. And they'll say, see this mound of of, of, of stuff right here? Oh, that's bad. That's clutch material. Hey, we expect to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at these little bits of metal. Transmission shed metal. We expect to see that. Now, if you got stuff that wouldn't fit through a straw, then you're in big trouble. Right. Okay? So then we change the filter that's inside there, and then we put the pan on, and we add three or four quarts. That's a filter change. On the flush, this is what, I want you to picture two trash cans in front of a car. One trash can has 20 quarts of oil in it, of transmission. The other trash can is empty. I'm going to take the two cooler lines because we take transmission fluid, we pump it through the radiator and back to the transmission to cool the fluid. I'm going to interrupt those two lines, and I'm going to put one line in the clean and one line in the dirty. Then I'm going to start the car up, and, of course, the clean is doing what? It's going in. Sucking in. Mm-hmm. And the out is just... So I'm going to look at those two hoses... And we, we have much more sophisticated equipment, right. as you know. We have these big, huge glass tubes and all that stuff. But you look at it, and, and as soon as you see clean going in, and you got ugliness coming out, and then pretty soon, pretty soon, pretty soon, you got clean in and clean out. Mm-hmm. You shut it off. That's why everybody bids about 20 quarts, because we don't know how much it's going to take. It may clean up with 10, 12, 14, 16. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference between a flush. The labor time is about the same. The fluid's a lot more expensive on the flush, but you don't have the filter. Right. So what's our cost for a transmission service? I want to say between 125 and 150. That's right. About and right. a flush is just a tad taller if we have to use 20 quarts. Yeah. Okay, Nick, you're up, buddy. How can I help you? Well, Mark, I've got a it's a CJ5 Jeep 83. And here a while back, I was making a U-turn with it. Uh, it was on a tow bar behind my pickup truck. Okay. As I made the turn, it was a little tighter than the Jeep on the track. And I checked my right-hand mirror. I saw I was dragging the front tire sideways. It was on dirt. Okay. Ever since then, after you make a turn and let go of the steering wheel, it doesn't want to roll back the center like it used to. And also it tends to wander now when you're going in a straight line. Okay. Great. Everything underneath that I can see on the steering linkage and all that seems undamaged. Okay. The return to center has everything to do with one of three adjustments when we do an alignment, and that's called caster. So the caster is the tilt of the axis backwards, okay? A Harley-Davidson chopper, where the wheel's 10 feet away from you, where the front wheel's 10 feet away from you, if you turn right, the tire kind of lays over. Now, a unicycle has no caster. The tire stays right on one place, and whether you're turning right or turning left on a unicycle, you have the same patch of the tire. 
I think in an alignment we're going to find something slightly bent, but the question is, is does it necessitate replacement? But I think you're going to just have to align it. I think the alignment is going to do two things. Number one, it's going to tell you what's wrong with it, but I think you have a better than 50-50 chance of that being all you need. So if I'd be looking at caster, and if it wanders a little bit, I'm thinking toe. So toe and caster would make it do what you're talking about. We spread those tires front, from the front of the tires outward, and we also, in the, in the process, um, messed up the caster. So caster would fix the return to center, and a toe adjustment would fix um, the uh, wandering. And I'm guessing, but I'm I'm 85% sure. Okay? All right. Thank you. Good luck to you, Nick. And, uh, Harry, I'm not going to be able to get to you because i got 15 seconds, so you stay there. You're going to be my first caller on the other side of the break. 602-508-0960 if anybody wants to join the fun. 508-0960, 508-0960 with the 602 interchange. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio. As freedom-loving Americans, I don't have to remind you that our Second Amendment rights are under withering attack. With the help of the mainstream media, the Obama administration is demonizing you. For the truth about your right to keep and bear arms, make sure to tune in to me, Mark Walters, on Armed American Radio, heard right here every week. Armed American Radio, every Sunday from 10 to midnight, on your home for intelligent talk, 960 The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you In two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. The Arizona Chamber of Commerce and Industry at AM 960 The Patriot have your front row seat to hear from prominent leaders across the United States who are considering a run for the White House. This is Arizona Chamber President and CEO Glenn Hammer inviting you to join us Wednesday, March 25th, when AM 960 The Patriot's own Hugh Hewitt MCs our Leadership Series Luncheon 
with Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker. The buzz around Governor Walker's potential White House run is building. This is your chance to hear directly from the governor about his record in Wisconsin and his vision for America. This special event will take place March 25th at noon at the Sheridan in downtown Phoenix. Purchase tickets online at azchamber.com. That's azchamber.com. But hurry, tickets are going fast. Kicking things off will be Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. That's Walker, Ducey, and Hewitt together on March 25th at noon at the Sheridan in downtown Phoenix. Get your tickets today at azchamber.com. That's azchamber.com. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. The following program has been pre-recorded. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Let me tell you about IMM Auto Service. You know why IMM Auto Service is on my list of best car repair shops? I'll tell you why. Because they're the only ones that raise their hands and say, we are really good with Volvos, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos. You see, when you own one of those cars, you already know that... When you pull into a general repair shop with a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo, our eyes just glaze over. We really, we're hoping you're here for an oil change or a set of tires because that's just about all we want to do because those cars are so strange and so unlike all the other mainstream cars in the world. I mean to tell you, some of those cars, the Saab, that Saab, the motor's in upside down and backwards to start with. Okay? So we have a problem right there, but not for IMM. IMM has been around since 1972. ASE Master Techs, they work on domestics and most imports, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeo. IMM prioritizes your work. They offer you a to-the-penny estimate, and they're going to give you a good warranty on all their parts and labor. They're close to ASU, and they're just south and east of where the 101 and the 202 meet over in East Tempe, West Mesa, South Scottsdale. IMM Auto Service. If you have one of those cars, you really need to develop a relationship with them. Harry, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, uh, Mark. Good show today. And, uh, Thank you. Congratulations on your 40 years of marriage. It's really 20 for me, but 40 for my wife. But, you know, thank you very much. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> yeah, I've got Feels a like... questions. I have a 2002 uh, Chevrolet Trailblazer, and uh, I heard um, a couple of well, a couple of weeks ago when he had Kurt on talking about changing spark plugs, and he said something I'd never heard before about uh, six years maximum or something like that. Now, my 2002 has the original plugs and it has about 68,000 on it. That's one of those things that uh, that there's there's about 25% of auto repair cannot be agreed on by everybody. I mean, everybody has their own personal uh, reasons to do things. And, do, and, and, and frankly, I'm a lightning rod for that kind of stuff because people don't like some of the things I say. But that's just what I would say to people that I love and the people that I trust and people that ask me and honor me with their trust. Let's, let's think out loud about that, Harry. Do you think that the spark plugs age at night? 
No, but uh, I understand there's some, you know, electrolysis because it's metal, you know, different dissimulated metal. So. You're right about that, but it's entirely possible that you have spark plugs that have the same metal both on the electrode and the center electrode. And that's the whole idea about transfer of spark, uh, of wear of spark plugs is the transfer of metal from the center to the outside. But that, but another thing about that is, is you might have a situation where you have a, a waste spark. So if you fire on the exhaust stroke, and I don't know if you do, then what we're doing is, is one time you got the spark jumping north to south and the next time the spark jumps east to west. And they don't wear inside your car. And, and frankly, the ones that used to have the dissimilar metals were the old champion copper talks, copper, copper top. That was hard to say. Ooh, that was hard <laughs> to say. Um, spark plugs that are 79 cents today. So, you know, Harry, just grab the easiest one you can and take it out and look at it. If the center electrode's nice and round and the gap is big enough to, to put uh, 50 pieces of if the gap's over what the tag says, if the tag says 45 thousandths and it's sitting there at 50 or 60, then he's right and I'm wrong. But if the gap looks good and the center, the center electrode is nice and square and the top electrode is nice and square, then I say leave them in for a while more. Well, what I was worried about was the fact that, uh, you know, uh, when they're in there quite a long time and, you, you know, you were, guys were saying when you go to pull them out that the little carbon uh, build up around the tip uh, sometimes takes the threads out when you're you know, running them That's, out. You're right. You're exactly right. And what happens, like you said, is on the very tip of the spark plug is the first thread, and around the first thread, because it sticks into the combustion chamber that far, we build up this ring of carbon. Now, i got to tell you, when that first started happening, which was in the 2000s in this decade, we made a lot of messes because we didn't understand what was going on. Everybody made a mess. But today our success rate is 99% of getting them all out without any problem because we figured out how to do it. I mean, first of all, we don't use an air gun to remove them. We back them off by hand, and you can feel if that's there. Then we might fill that cylinder up with transmission fluid or with oil or with kerosene or with diesel fuel and soften that carbon up a little bit. Then we'll go in, go out, go in, go out, and pretty soon it comes right out. No problems. I just didn't so, want to. It, it, it's running fine and everything, but, uh, you know, uh, I know you've said don't run them 100,000 miles because they're just, you know, may not. They're hard to get out. And, and, Harry, like I said, pull one out. But just if you get to the point where you start moving it, and it's pretty hard, then I want you to go in a half a turn, out three quarters, in a half a turn, out one. Just move it back and forth. And, and, and if you do it cold, you're in a much better shape. But when we used to use an air gun, we try to pull it out. And because the ring wouldn't let it come out, we just take the threads with it. So a lot of that was, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's, it's, it's when you screw up yourself. It's self, uh, what's it called, Harry? I have no idea. Um, it, it was caused by us. <laughs> self-inflicted. Oh, you didn't know what you were doing. Okay. Yeah, self-inflicted. That was damage that we self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. So it just that trailblazer isn't easy to get all the spark plugs, but the two front ones you can get. Just take them out and look at them. I think it's going to be a five-eighths deep socket wrench and a little extension. And, uh, and, and Harry, if you can't find the spark plugs, give your wife a call and she'll help you. <laughs> okay, uh, the other question I had was... Uh, um, this has a rack and pairing, uh, rack and pinion steering on it. I had it uh, replaced last uh, summer because it was starting to 
do some weird things. And, uh, boy, I, you know, for the mileage I have on my vehicle, and it's been pretty well taken care of, uh, these rack and pins just, just don't seem to hold up very well. Uh, older. You know, um, it is my opinion that the pumps are the problem. It's my opinion that the power steering pumps, especially some of these really inexpensive, cheap power steering pumps that are made perhaps offshore. Now, there's one of the biggest manufacturers of hydraulic components rebuilt is here in Phoenix called ATSCO, A-T-S-C-O. Now, those guys are the cream of the crop. They are the kings, um, and I use them when I have a problem. I use their tech line, but it's not really the rack Sometimes the pump comes apart, and it sends metal into the rack, which damages the nylon and the rubber seals. And you have two choices. You can flush the heck out of that system and hope like heck that pump doesn't come apart anymore, or you can replace the pump. And many shops won't even put a rack in unless you let them change the pump. And they're afraid that your old pump's going to take theirs out. If you Let me turn your question around. Mark, what do you think that the expected life of a rack is? And I would say to you, 80 to 100. And so while yours is a little early, I don't think that that really uh, is relative to the big picture. And especially, there's a lot of them that don't ever go bad. And for whatever reason, the pump holds together good. And about 20% of them we replace for leaking that have nothing to do with the pump. So that's what it's kind of how it works out, okay? Okay, do you think that uh, a preventative, uh, you know, when you back up or pull forward, instead of cutting the wheel while it stopped, moving a little bit has a, a bearing on it? Nope, nope, nope. It, it, it doesn't care how you use it. Here's something you could do. There's a high-pressure line that goes from the pump to the, to, the, to the rack. Then there's a low-pressure line that goes from the rack to the pump. You can disable the low-pressure pump or the low-pressure line at the pump. So you put a big old funnel in it, in the, in the power steering reservoir, and you put a cap on the pump. And now we've just got the low pressure line in our hand and we're going to aim it at a five gallon bucket. And we have to be careful because this can make a heck of a mess on your driveway. And we're going to just pump new fluid in and hold out. Then we're going to let it sit overnight and we're going to pour the top off of it and we're going to look at the bottom to see what the bottom has. A little bit of metal is normal, but big chunks is not. Okay. All right. Good luck to you, Harry. Thank you very much, buddy. Uh, Frank, you're up next. Frank, how can we help you? How are you doing, Mark? Um, Good. 2007 Impala. I've had nothing but uh, cooling problems with this since I've owned it, and it's been uh, almost eight years now. And uh, we're talking four crossovers. First three were under warranty. Uh, cylinder head gasket. And uh, I keep smelling coolant in it. It's gotten worse since it got hot. So I pulled it in the shop and uh, pulled off the engine cover. And on the back head, on the right side by the master cylinder, you can see a stain, not actual coolant, but a stain where there is uh, coolant coming out of Green or orange. Right. Right? Yep. Okay. All right, let me ask you a question. That, That stain, is it down below the head or is up where the intake manifold meets the head? No, it's below the head. Okay, that's right, a head if gasket. If you can picture it, it's where the bell housing meets the, uh, the engine block, there's a flat spot. So it kind of spits up there, I imagine, because it's not wet, but it's a stain. But the okay. exhaust 
goes right over the top of it, so it must vaporize it before it has a chance to drip. Yeah, yeah. That's and and it is doing just exactly that because you smell it. Um, a couple of things. I was one of the experts that was involved in the suit, the class action suit against General Motors for back intake gaskets. And the first seven intake gaskets that they make did not work. And so finally they came up with one that works, and that's made by Felpro. And so they reimbursed a lot of people. And like you said, the first three were done by them. This is really easy because all we're going to do is take the radiator cap off and hook up an air pump to it. We're going to look at the cap. If it's 16 pounds of pressure, we're going to go to 17. Then we're going to let it sit. It's not even going to have to run. We're just going to let it sit. We're putting 17 pounds of pressure on the coolant system. We're going to find the leak. Now, if it's an intake gasket leak, we're doing a lot of machine work because we're finding the intakes are bowed. So they may be bowed kind of high in the middle, or maybe the middle is low and the corners are high. And you better not be using a cheap gasket on the intake. And you better make sure that those crossovers back in front are nice and clean. And if they're corroded any at all, you have to replace the intake. Now, the head gasket is a different story because you're not going to replace the head or the block. You might have the head resurfaced. But I just have to kind of see it. But you have a couple of choices. You can put a, a, a small amount of stop leak in there, clean that area up at the car wash, and see what happens. I did, and uh, I put the pellets. Remember when they used to make the pellets at GM? Uh-huh. To get the intake past warranty, basically. Uh-huh. I put two of those in the um, cooling system. Are they General Motor pellets? Yes. Okay, those are good. There's something better out there, but those are okay. And they're they're efficient, and they work well. So here's what I would do. Are you going to the same shop over and over and over again? Well, yes. I, I go to Mike's Auto Tech, and he gave me a good deal on the uh, on the crossover job, which is okay. quite intensive labor-wise. Yeah. I want you to go back to Mike's and and tell him, first of all, that, that uh, Mark Salem wants to know what new tattoo he got. <laughs> And uh, and he might have to take his shirt off to show you. He's the only guy in the world that has an ASC Master patch tattooed on his upper arm. No. No, there's something to be proud about that. Oh, I'm not I'm quite sure. sure a tattoo, but yeah. there's something to be proud about. So the idea is just that. Uh, go back to Mike's and tell him, I want you to pressure test this for some period of time. And I'll wait around, but I want you to put it under pressure. I want to see if, if the, the gauge drops, and I want to see if it drops. Let's find a leak. And he should do that for you for nothing. All righty. All right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Retorking of the head that that would help, or is that impossible? Um, well, if every shop has its own kind of leak, the General Motors is okay on a one to ten scale. It's an eight, but there's some of them out there that are nine or ten. Mm-hmm. So you know, ask Mike what you should try. Okay. Some of them you have to flush the cooling system with water, and then you put the stop leak in, then you got to drive it a couple days, and then you put the coolant back in it. Some of them you just put it right in the coolant, and it works still. So just find something that works for you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.